Welcome to the Brews Room on St. Brewis Radio, a weekly discussion of craft beer trends, culture, and brewing. Come join Jeff Britton, owner of Exit 6 Brewery in Cottleville, his brewmaster, Justin Helm, Kyle Dent, owner of Shamrock's Pub and Grill in St. Charles, and beer enthusiast, Mark Armenio. The Brews Room, alcohol by volume. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Brews Room. I, I want to start off talking right away about an article I read. Uh, Food and Wine Magazine published a list of what they consider the 25 most important craft beers of all time. And so what I want to pose, uh, I want to pose a question to the three of you right now, Kyle, Jeff, and Justin. What would you consider to be, you don't have to come up with all 25, what would you consider to be, in the history of craft beer, mm-hmm. The most important craft brews. I've got five right off the top of my head. Okay. All right, Justin. Anchor, let's, let's, Anchorstein. Yeah. Anchorstein was on the list. How many, was how many do you think we me. could name? So Not I, even half. Yeah, honestly. Oh, I don't know. No, what. I mean this. I, like, some of them are, are pretty... So I'll give you number 25. Ithaca Flower Power IPA. Yeah. Would you have say. named that in no. the top 25? My thoughts so were... So a lot of them follow that kind of pattern. Bourbon County. On the list? I, I would put that on the list for sure, yes. I think you got to go with some more staple things like uh, either Bell's no. Too Hearted or Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale was going to be my yeah. next pick. Number would, one on the list. So, right. the, I mean, that, that, was, that was the, the uh, kind of the, how, how the article took I mean, this was the most important beer in craft brewing history. I was thinking, uh, I was thinking uh, Hop Slam. <laughs> go, go on. Oh, this is gross as hell. Okay, so hang on. We, we started out <laughs> I was with thinking a, Hop Slam. This is a pumpkin mead uh, as our first beer of the night. I like this. Do you? Yeah. I hate pumpkins. This tastes like... like, Hop Slam is on the list. Like my mom's fall decoration smell. I like the very herbaceous character on this. I lean more Jeff than Justin, and I never lean more Jeff than Justin. It tastes like potpourri. Yeah, it does. This is what my grandmother's bathroom smells like. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there, but it that smells just, disgusting. No. This, oh. is, this is interruptible. I don't. I don't like this. It smells disgusting. It doesn't taste as bad. <laughs> just like my grandmother's bathroom, like oh, that. Man. Okay. Anyways, back to the most uh, influential, important. Is Pliny on there? Pliny's on the I'll list. Yeah. I'd put uh, Rochefort. Um, one of their beers, maybe, uh, or West Leverland. Something. There's got to be a big like. Belgian, you know, Abbey, uh, traditional do, Abbey ale on there. This is a weird Do list. European beers count, or imported beers count as craft? There, yeah, is there imported beers no, on there? No, there's nothing. I, so I think you're missing out on a lot of I pretty don't influential think I, beers. West, uh, or, sure. Um, Vine Stefan, uh, you know, Heffy that's been made for 500 years. More than that. Um, oh, sorry. This, this was so American craft beers. So this okay, is all American beers. Okay. This was all American beers. So we probably have eight so far? Eight Petty. of the twenty-five. You've, na- you've named Petty. the ones Petty I thought you were going to be name. on there. Um, you think? Why? There, by the way, are th- okay. So the the brewery. Uh, there's only one brewery that has three entries on this list. Do you think you can guess what it it's is? It's Bell's. Oh. It's not Bell's. We have two Bell's already. Um, too hard is not on the list. Is Anheuser Is Anheuser Busch on there? No. Uh, Goose Island. Three one two BCS and nope. no. Uh, what about... Uh, Just think, infl- think original. Go back to the Deschutes or, you know, Sierra. What, uh, what is considered to be the first? Anchor Steam. Anchor Steam has three yeah. beers in the list. Uh, what Steam and what other ones? Uh, I've Anchor, had their Porter. I know it's pretty Anchor prevalent. Porter. And their Christmas beers. Anchor Christmas. Been super, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I got yeah. them all <laughs> Good job. 
Well done. No, this list Justin's is just so smart. Yeah. This, this list is very yeah. interesting to me, and and I see kind of how they put it together. I mean, Sierra Nevada was number one. Uh, number two was Sam Adams, Boston Lager. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. I mean, it's it's just interesting to me this list because we never really talk about we talk about good beers, but we never really talk about influential. I mean, mm-hmm. when you talk about so somebody honestly. I mean, not to play, I mean, like Tom Petty, right? I mean, who might not be the most popular artist now, but maybe. Oh, don't do me like that. Come on. He's okay. (laughs) But. (laughs) Mark's not going to back down on this one. I'm just free falling here, man. I I can't. Uh, Kyle's uh, walking out the door already. (laughs) He's always been such a heartbreaker. Mm. Come on, one Tom Petty pun. Anything. That's two. No, for you. He's for saying you. you come up with I one. I need you to make one Tom Petty pun. You know what? I I almost didn't make it here because there's an American girl just sitting right outside. <laughs> there you go. That was all <laughs> I wanted. That was all I wanted. I, but I'm, I'm talking about super influential American things. I mean, you don't. They're not the most popular. They're not even the best. But so one of these two said Hetty Topper, and I said no. That shouldn't be on the list. Is it on the list? Hetty Topper is uh, number eleven, I think. On it's, the list. As far as How? double IPAs go. What makes that influential? It's it was, been around for what five years? I think it's been around longer than that. It's been on. It's been oh, the, the top rated it's beer for five on the list. It was the wow. top rated beer in the world for four or five years. How probably. long has Hetty Topper been around? I, I don't know the answer. Two thousand eleven. I was going to say I, I was six years. Ad, Sorry, I was, I was way off. Year, after two thousand ten, I was thinking. I think. It, how does that? How is that influential to be around for the last six years? How does that make oh, you influential? You've tasted it before. It's incredible. Sure, it's delicious. Okay. People, because people have tried to clone that for the alchemist still only distributes within a twenty-five mile radius of the brewery, and yet the name Hetty Topper resonates around the globe in any conversation about must-try, hard-to-find beers. Okay, I think it was one and of the I, first I beers they, in beer trading that yeah, really they, like they, that's took what off they did. They kind of held it up as the beer started, trading standard. Yeah. I also think it's an incredible double IPA. I agree. It's and a delicious beer. I think it's beer. a beer it's that a lot of people tried to copy after that. Okay. All, all uh, of the beers in this list. And it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's an issue. So number four is Allagash White. That's a fucking fantastic yeah. beer. But is it one of the most influential? Would you put I, that? I could see that, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't doubt it. I it's just, probably the quintessential American-made white ale, and it's been made for 20 years, you know? Most of the beers on this list fall, fall into that category, where yeah. they are the as quintessential. I think Mark, they define a style or a... Pliny fitting that role, I understand. It was the first double IPA ever made. Hetty, I guess I can see your point, or one of you two said it, that uh, you know it's one of the most cloned yeah. or tried to... Imitated Attempted style. duplicated Imitated style. beer, right. making yeah. it influential. Okay, I can see that. I just have a hard think time. Think about... 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when we had a th- 500 breweries, as sure. opposed to in 2011 when they started that, maybe had 1,000. Now we're at 5,000. Right. You got to, you know, I think the influence scales uh, exponentially with, the, with breweries opening exponentially. Sure. So, you know, I think 20, 30 years ago with Anchor Steam, there wasn't that many breweries to influence, right? But it's been around so long. It's definitely influenced people over yeah. a longer time. But I think something like Hetty Topper, just with the massive increase in breweries in general, has a lot more influence. I just don't know how you don't put the oldest first craft beer ever made as number one. I mean, how is that not the most influential? I, I would have assumed that Anchor Steam Beer was going to be number one. And if you put Sierra, uh, Sierra Nevada Pale 2, I think that's, yeah. a, that's the ideal one, too. I couldn't argue with that at all. What about, like, uh, did they have... 
<coughs> who was the first one to do any style IPAs? All right, so here's, I mean, it, oh, here's the top ten. Let's just do it. Like, Whoever Sarah that was, Treehouse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say Treehouse, yeah. Boston Adams, Sam, uh, Bourbon County is three. Allagash White, Hetty Topper, Anchor Liberty, Pliny. Uh, number eight was Three Floyds Dark Lord. Oh, okay. Okay. I could see and, you know, I'm, that. Kinda, I don't like that either. I don't like the beer. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a problem with it being on there. Super influ- I mean, if it was influential because of the demand, how people learned how to market their beer better, I understand that. Yeah. It wasn't drinking. I mean, the beer was good, but it wasn't. There was a lot of other beer, better beers out there at that point. They just did it well with wax, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other than like Hunapu Day, what's. Is there another single beer event in the country that's as big Every as Dark Lord? Day at. Side project, he's right. <laughs> no. Perennial and side project <laughs> have their own Hunapu Day and Dark Lord Day once a month, sometimes twice. Yeah, okay. I but you're getting people regionally. There's people come from all over the world to go to Dark Lord Day. It's an event. Like going and standing in line at Perennial is not an event, right? Like you go there and you stand in line, you get your beer, and you go home. I don't think you've ever been on the beer enthusiast page. Mm-hmm. I was on there. I don't uh, think you pronounce that I'm on last there word too much. Right. Actually, that's why I hate them so much. <laughs> All right, so number nine on the list, which I thought Victory Prima Pills. Okay. Oh, that's a great beer. Really, really great beer. It is, but would you put it in the most? No. In the top ten most? I would put Lagunitas yes. Pills uh, above that. You would that. put that in your top no, ten? No, I, I think would. Victory Prima Pills over Lagunitas. I agree. And then New Albion Ale rounded out the top ten. New what? New Albion. Albanian. What's, no, what's Albi- New Albion? Albion is New a, Albion. Yeah. Well, who makes that? What is that? Yeah, I think New Albion is the brewery. Huh. It's different from New Albanian. Must be good. Top uh, okay. So Wait, is that the one that uh, uh, Jay helped me out here? Uh, was it Sam Adams or Sierra Nevada that did the, the like tribute to oh, him? Oh, yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah, okay. So in that brewery is not even around anymore. Right. In the late okay. 1970s, a home brewer named right. Jack McCuffley. Built his own small-scale brewing equipment and opened a brewery in Sonoma, where he brewed New Albion. And so Sam Adams picked up on that and made a made a brew in that in his honor. All right, so let me let me pose let me pose this question to everybody. So these are the these are the twenty five most impar- this the most important American craft beers ever made. Mm-hmm. If you had to put together a list of twenty five beers, which in the next twenty five Years or not even twenty five. If you have to put if you have to put together a list of five to ten beers that in the next twenty five years are going to be the most influential, something that's out now, some new what would you? I mean, do you have exit six vanilla cream? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Definitely. And that's number one with yeah. a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's going to be trying to duplicate that after we get bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you have to go one of the northeast guys, Trillium Treehouse, Tired Hands, one of those guys. Probably I think, Trillium. I think, I think Treehouse is there. I think we don't realize that they're influenced because we're in the Midwest, but no. But I mean, as you said, like I mean, we we've the number of breweries has grown so exponentially. What stands out now is something that I would rather influential, not good. I'm not yeah. even saying good because I, I mean, you look at this list and the beers. I mean, some of the beers are good, but I mean, you know, Sierra Nevada. I mean, it's good, but. You know, it's in, it's influential more than it's good, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, I don't. 
it's tough it's, now because it's a there's, tough, so there's so much so beer. many, right? Like I don't even know that I don't even where you. If I, you ask me, it's kind of a bullshit question. Ten breweries, ten breweries that were sure. still going to okay. be influential. I think that's an easier question. Okay. Uh, then that's a better question. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Uh, I mean, can you name not even not even twenty five? Can you name three breweries? Look, what breweries do you think are on the forefront of the next craft beer movement, the next wave? Do you have a couple? I think you have to and put the side project on there. Uh, the brewery. I don't. That's a tough one for me. I was thinking that. I'm like, I haven't seen them do anything super revolutionary in the last few years. Even ever since we got but them also, here, we revolution becomes a tough thing to to I would, quantify. I would put Dogfish Head on there. They're constantly doing. Oh, even though man, I, if times have changed, even though buddy. I, yeah, I you know. I used. To, <laughs> I don't like a lot of their beers. They're weird out there experimental things, but at least they're doing stuff. You I, think know? Avery, I think Avery is in that yeah. exact same boat as Dogfish is. Except making better product. I like, I like Avery as a better, better as a whole but, but yeah, you see, I, don't, and, and I don't know if it's about better. I'm, I'm talking about cutting-edge influential. The so one that I thought, new, if uh, you'd asked me this question six months ago, I don't even think about it, and I say Wicked Weed is number one. Okay. I can't say it anymore. The reason why That's I fair. said the yeah. brewery was that they have went from you know, a, a brewery. Then they had they split off because they had to, because they had their 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 sour project. Yeah, and now they've learned to do both. I think that's influential to me because they're 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 selling both the same way. There's a lot of breweries that are trying to do the same thing. They just don't have the money to do it. So you take Distill that has basically they're becoming the same thing. They're learning that they have to keep things separate and to make sure that both their products are really great. Right? Am it's I a watermelon, I, I, watermelon goza that we're drinking right so now. Real fucking am good. I wrong it's there, Jeff? Good. I like this no, beer a lot. I don't yeah. think you're wrong. Green Zebra, by the way, from Founders is what we're drinking. Goza-style ale brewed with watermelon and sea salt. I like it. Yeah, I like nice. this beer a lot. I've heard bad things about this beer. And this beer's fucking delicious. The people who told I, you that are bullshit. Yeah. I, the reason why I said it, because I love both those things. I love gozas and I love fucking watermelon. So we'll see. I, You know, once again, I think... To get back to the conversation, I think the beer industry parallels the technology industry where, I mean, 20 years ago, you had a couple of players, and now you have so many that to stand out, it's just so, you know, it used to be, what, Yahoo and maybe Google for, you know, and now you have just so many options for where you, for instance, Kyle, get your news every day. I mean, it's just, <laughs> no, but I, I just think there are so many, you know, if you, if the four of us right now decided we were going to make a major tech play, we're going to make a an app or whatever. It was much easier twenty five years ago when nobody was in that space, but now everybody has an app or something. And I think it's the same way with brewing. You just have so many. We would make many. a snap judgment and chat about it. Yeah, okay, I'm fine with that. I put you in charge of programming. <laughs> oh, like Snapchat. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. There's not much left in beer. I think. You know, like I almost think that, that we're like going to be fine looking at breweries that are influential by ways in which they maybe things. redefined the process. Yeah. Uh, if okay. you look at Odell's sure. Rupture now, they're they've got a 36 IBU beer that is hoppier than most IPAs on the market today because of the procedure in which they go through. Uh, you look at uh, 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 New Holland. And their their bug fart program and shit like that that mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, you've got uh, left hand having the only centrifuge in Colorado. <laughs> Aside from like uh, eco related yeah. processes, like the, we haven't had a big shift in brewing tech in a long time. Sure. And I think, I think there's definitely stuff. Okay, so there. but I think that's what we're going to find. It's it's Lagunitas owning their own hop farms and using the I, yeah. failed hop farms as, as oils for bittering. It's, I'm more looking at Omega yeah. or Y Labs or something like that coming up with a yeast that is done in three days. Yeah, you know, yeah, I can see that. Sure, uh, some kind of process where fermentation, you know, they can cut it in half. Oh, I think it's aging. I th- I, th- I think you're going to eventually find. Faster. Yeah, yeah. I think you're eventually going to find some type of I, I don't know what some type of scientific method that r- produces an, an an aging result instead of it taking six months. It takes two weeks. Yeah. Whatever. What, whatever that. Time There's definitely is. whatever the next big innovation. I think in. Brewing is is going to be a way to reduce time on some level. I I, I could see that yeah. for sure. It, 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 we're at the point where there's not much else you can do with equipment. Like most big breweries, I think you can't get more efficient generally than you already are. They they make uh, beer with you know two mouse clicks. Yeah, uh, you've got people like uh, New Belgium who has zero waste, right. uh, no water loss whatsoever in, right. in their in their system. Like you can't. There's not much you can do on on that side. On the eco that's side. not even technology. I mean, that's lining up with social cues, right? I mean, I mean, well, the zero te- you have to have the technology no, and the equipment it is, there. I but think I mean, it the reason you're together. doing it, I mean, right? I mean, it's it's a push towards what I think the the trend in society for craft sure. beer is. I mean, there's this push for New, New Belgium's always been the kind of like the green hippie brewery, right? Like for yes. sure, yeah. So they were that's one of I mean, the yeah. first big breweries to push for that kind of but boulevard i mean now boulevard's the same way odell's the same way too yeah. uh odell is like 96 percent. i don't think it's that right hard now. anymore to get to that kind of Man, uh, I, don't, I don't know I, that. I think but the, that's a I think business it, I think strategy is that not an economic strategy right or maybe it's I both. Eco, yeah, not economic yeah. as ecology no i know oh, okay but i mean it's i mean true or false they the the brewers that do that do that for the economic benefit, not the ecological benefit. They do that because they think people are going, and maybe it's both. It's probably both. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but. Would you buy more uh, beer from New Belgium or less no. beer if they didn't You're not. have but the people, a no. less but clean people system? Who buy, there are people who would seek that out, right? And does that make I think New Belgium sense? might be the exception to the rule because they did install, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a bug fart yeah. room. But you look at other breweries that, yeah, I think they're doing it more for the tax breaks. And sure. I think it's more f- to say that they're doing it as opposed yeah. to actually caring. Mo- uh, you know, these are still businesses. These businesses are designed to make money. If you can put on your label, hey, we're 100%. Right. I mean, that's... N- what, what sells more, free. being able to say that? Or is it worth, right. you know... Yeah. But but actually doing not, it, they've not investing they've the had money. That, yeah. They've no. had that conversation, right? I mean, their marketing and, and like their marketing accounting departments have had that conversation. Hey, if we if we say we are a uh, you know like we don't waste any energy, we are zero sum with that, it will lead to X number of sales. I mean, this is a conversation, a very calculated conversation that's had, right? <sighs> I'm just so on the other side of the page. If if I put up if my my electric bill is five thousand dollars and I put solar panels on top of my roof and they don't. If actually, I mean, if you have solar panels, you could go the other way and you could put energy back into the grid. You're you're making yourself money. Oh sure, but what I'm the, saying is, but what I'm saying they're doing the smart business thing. They're just not saying it. That's it's just 
they wouldn't have saving done it if and they, making if the they, money. If they wouldn't, they were not actively going to lose money on doing a project like that. But, but there's 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 a middle ground in between what the two of you were describing, where it costs money to put those solar panels up, panels up, and maybe in the short run it 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 doesn't it doesn't make us money, but we make up for that in marketing and and sales based on people who. Jake's here and just uh, flipped a little thing to us and said that uh, Schlafly is 100% renewable energy. But I didn't know that about them. I didn't either. Is there any other breweries Boom. in St. Louis like that? You're it? Huh. Man. He says no. Well, there you go. Schlafly is just leading the fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> He's there. Jake's doing his best impersonation of... Uh, Sir But that's it. Not, that's very different than Sirhan Sirhan, which is what I was going to say. <laughs> the killer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. One of one of my all time favorite movie scenes. It's not a very good movie, but Mel Brooks released a movie called The Silent Movie. And it's there there are no words. Like and he released it, but the only word spoken in the entire thing is by the mime Marcel Merceau. Like it is such a brilliant uh, yeah, I bet. I have a topic. <laughs> I was going to do the scene, and then I realized it was bullshit. All right. What do you got? So on the way here, I was... Uh, Drunk. I mean, that's always... <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I was talking to uh, my friend Sammy, our friend Sammy, mm-hmm. and uh, she was let go in the whole in the whole AB bullshit where they yeah, cut yeah. the entire craft all that program. They lost, it was, what, like 470 jobs, I think? Yeah, it was... F- it was 398 out of 400, I think, is what it was. So basically the entire high-end program. So basically what happens was they, what happened was they, uh, they said that they looked at their budget and they said that, okay, we're, we're not going to meet our goals for this year. We need to cut some, some salaries and they got rid of that whole high-end division and all these people lost their jobs. It was really shitty. So, Sammy came to me and she like I watched her like fucking cry and I got so personal and butthurt about it and then I started thinking like I'm gonna cut all my AB products off I'm not gonna no you I'm, won't I'm not gonna you're right you're right I'm not <laughs> and I and I talked to Sammy about this but really like I feel like the beer industry is so personal and takes everything so like. I mean, just to heart, like, every little thing pisses everybody off. Do you guys think that? I mean, like, every little thing that people do, and, and you, you see, you can break it down in a very little way. When people do things that you guys don't like or cut corners or anything like that. I think breweries it, are such a personal experience for people now. When people can go into their local brewery and they can yep. see the brewer or the owner. I talked about this before. I think customers have been... Uh, unnecessarily large uh, appetite for attention from the people that are making their product, right? And I, and I think that's the issue is they hang, they hang on, consumers hang on every little thing now because they have a personal, they feel like they have a personal investment in the brewery or the business because they come in and they spend their money here. You know, it's their bar or their brewery or whatever. Um, I've seen it here more than anywhere else. I, I think if you went to any brewery, you have the same type of people. You know, uh, right after uh, George Lucas released the Star Wars prequels, there was this idea going around after those bombs so spectacularly. Like, hey, do the fans have a stake in 
in the movie. Like George Lucas came out and said, I did what I did and kind of screw you. But there was this idea like the fans. So when it when, let me ask you this question. When a director puts out a movie or a writer puts out a movie, do the fans own a share of that? No, uh, absolutely not. Well, they're this the, ones, the NBA. <laughs> but they're the ones that spend the money on the tickets. They support the movie. They write online reviews. They are so. You don't think they have an ownership? I, I don't. Anyway, you think that George Lucas owed something to the fans? They had a he, he had a. He had to jerk the fanboys off because they no, not are the jerk ones. the fanboys off. But I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying if somebody. I mean, do, does do your customers own a part of your business if they bought a T-shirt yes. and and yes, they do. And here, and I'll, I'll tell you why. No. And you, well. and you both are. I I, hope, I think you'll both agree with me. Is that when you guys decide to brew a beer, you both like a certain style of beer. You guys brew things that you probably aren't always going to be your favorite things. That's you true. brew them because people are going to like them. Sure, but I don't feel like Except we owe anything to anyone. But but, that's, but in turn, you want to make some fucking money. Well, it's a business, of course. Right. So what he's saying is f- that... Yeah, that's the fundamental tension. I understand where you guys are coming from. Uh, look, I'm, I, I'm not taking a side on this, and I don't know that there are necessarily sides. What I'm saying is, I think the people that come in here that support you feel like they contribute to the success of this place. I, that's exactly and what I so, Of course I contribute to the success. They're the reasons that I'm able to pay bills. Yeah. Right. Because they so, come in and spend their money. I mean, so are they it's, in that process owed something? At some point However, it becomes wanna, a little too personal. And I feel like brewing is a little too personal. Okay. I, and not I, I not with us specifically. I think the brewing industry as a whole, as a whole is too personal with its consumers. So exactly what I said was that that really, like, I feel, and, and I don't know if it's just our area or it's just, I, I don't know any other, I mean, I've always been a part of this industry, but everybody takes everything so, everything is too hard. You beer just, is so fucking serious to everyone. It's just fucking beer, man. It, Let's just drink some beer. That's exactly what I'm saying. Why does every, you have to hang on every little word and every <laughs> hop, new hop or every new grain or every but new you do bottle it, release. You do it, though. I do it. I don't. Everyone does it. No. Everyone does it. Come on. The people in the industry don't. Yes, they, they, do. they would. I'm sorry. I was asking Jake Absolutely to dump do. that shitty yeah. rhubarb IPA. If, if, if I, what was the question? I'm saying the, that the question is, is that it, is there certain things that are, are, the beer industry takes things very, very seriously. Thank and you. when people do things that they do not like, I mean, we've had multiple conversations on this podcast that we've talked about that everybody gets very upset about. If you talk about adjuncts, if you talk about uh, I mean, it, everything we talked about at Hannah's Bush, you guys get very upset about because they cut corners just to make money. Sure. That, I think that is a completely a different, different conversation. conversation. I what I was saying is that I feel people in the brewing industry don't have that same like focus on every little thing that's happening with every other brewery, like the consumers do. Uh, what, I'm not sure I understand. Yeah, I don't I understand. He was saying that it's not just customers that are... You know, so focused on every little thing that's going on. He said that the brewing industry is the same way, and I, I don't think it is. Oh, I, I completely disagree. That brewers are paying attention to what other brewers are doing. No, not yes, I, but I, I think, not I think on the like br- the same level that a consumer is. I think if you talk to a another brewer from an, oh, I think that depends on the state, person and the brewer. I mean, that's a, such a I mean, yeah, thing. they want to know what people are doing because you want to find out what's trendy and stuff, but. 
ultimately, like, you're going to keep doing what you do, right? Like, I think every brewery has their own, like, point of view on beer and <clears throat> brewing and the business. And, and I don't think that there's going to be a ton of influence from outside of their little area. That they're I in. think there's a ton of jealousy. I think there's a ton of insecurity. And I think there's a ton of... I just don't see it. Oh, you were mistaken. Where are you? I, Jeff, I, I, you've been in the industry I, I, for a I, I, I want to mention a few names, and, and we'll, we can talk about it off. But I mean, we've talked about it on this. I just think that there's certain things that that people do, and 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 I want to call out St. Louis breweries, but that there's a lot of us that don't like that, and we're all together on that. But do you think there's a cattiness in our industry? No. Oh, no. Tell me you're joking. I d- no, I'm not at all. That's where I'm at. I think I, I think you see it on one side of the bar and not the other. I'm on. I mean. Really, what I see is the other side of the bar. You're kind of right in the middle, though, because yeah. you're not producing, but you're selling, so you have it. And when you talk about cattiness, I mean, I know you're a giant pussy, but I don't think that's the same thing that we're <laughs> that's talking very, that's about. That's very true. Like, I don't that's think very true. that's what we're talking about. Yeah. No, I, there's a much, much bigger camaraderie than there is any sort of cattiness or jealousy. Yes, there is a I think, little bit I think 90% where is if you look at... What this brewery is doing is bullshit. Um, as opposed to calling out a anything local, let's go with uh, 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 Dark Lord. We were just talking about that. Three Floyds. <coughs> Three Floyds. There are people that will say that what Three Floyds is doing with Dark Lord is horseshit. That the fact that they are lining up people uh, for days in advance and everyone's going nuts to buy this bullshit imperial stout that has sucked for the last six years that's bullshit that's what people would say we have you ever said that. we wouldn't say that no because <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever said <laughs> we're about just jealous that we don't have that uh, long ass line there's your jealousy yep i, I don't want to talk I, I'm, hey, and I'm not jealousy. trying to like i don't want to start it like an argument but i want to play devil's Too advocate late. is that there's absolutely a point where there's a better selling beer that you guys have said my beer is way better than theirs. Absolutely, sure. Yeah, that's caddy. I don't get online and that's not fucking fight to because no. I'm not going up to yeah because like, they're not. I'm gonna I'm gonna say second shift and only because I know Kreider knows me and knows that I don't mean any of this and I'm just simply using him as an example. If I thought that we made an IPA that was better than uh, El Gato. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, that sucks because ours is way better. It should move better than that. I would never go to Crider and go, your beer's fucking bullshit. I can't believe that this is what's happening. Or go and talk to... Yeah, yeah. I'm not putting it online. I'm not going up to fellow brewers and saying this kind of stuff. Like, just because... And and causing drama and bullshit pettiness. I might say that amongst my friends here. But no, I, you don't cause that kind of, of a scene in the industry. It just... Oh, okay. I, it doesn't happen... Causing a scene and having a mind frame is, I think, where I'm. But at. you talk about cattiness. When I think about cattiness, which is the word you use, I mean that is, I mean being kind of bitchy about. You know what I mean? Where oh, oh, I think my beer is better, and not only do I think my beer. Look, thinking a beer is better is one thing, but thinking a beer is better and then posting it on social media and trying to do like that's that's a where cattiness. you don't see. The that's brewers what, doing as opposed to consumers. The consumers have the no problem jumping on that's the untapped or their local Facebook page or Twitter or 
whatever form sure. you know they're using. Can't believe Second Shift is selling so much Elgato when we have a much better yeah. IPA here. Yeah, that blows I can't my believe mind. There's only bre- one brewery in St. Louis that would do that, and that's. I can't believe this brewery is opening a second location. Hmm. It's all Greek to me. I don't know. <laughs> this conversation is exactly, exactly what I wanted because I thought I would get a rise and I thought I would learn something. So I'm glad you guys I know, disagreed I, with me. <laughs> it's just you, being in the position we're in versus the position you're in versus the position the customer's in is three completely distinct views on things, I think. And I don't think the brewers take everything so seriously even though not nearly as serious as the customers yeah. do. That's for sure. And yeah, I mean, really again, really what I am in this I in this whole conversation is the customer. I mean, cuz I'm cuz I'm just selling sure. a product and you could go, I mean, and maybe if you break it down, you go brewer business customer. Yeah. And okay, so if you have customer, you guys will definitely agree with my original point is that everybody's so butthurt about oh, yeah. fucking everything. everything. It doesn't matter. 100%. Okay. Because I think customers really believe that they have an ownership stake in what's going on. They're the people that, that, you know, they come here every day or every week. They drink your beers. They support you. And they they believe that entitles them to something. And I don't don't necessarily. I drive my Kia every day. doesn't mean I want a fucking piece of the company. That's not even close to the same thing. You're entitled. (laughs) I have a title. Yeah. (laughs) I own it. (laughs) I mean, I get that a little bit from customers. Tetmeyer comes in here all the time and is always like, why haven't you made this beer for me? I'm entitled to it. (laughs) Constantly. It's bullshit. It's It's bullshit. We put him in his place, though. Usually. (laughs) There was, there was, uh, we were all here, or who was here, when uh, the woman came up and she was like, I was one of Jeff's first customers. And then. (sighs) Yeah. We, did I tell you about this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I know who this was. Yeah. Her name is Ryan. Yeah. And then she looked up at the camera and she was like, "Jeff, I know he's looking at the cameras right now. She's it's <laughs> it's midnight on a Thursday or yeah. something like that." And she was like, "I know he can see me. He's looking at me right now." And we're like, no, there, that's not that's not going on. But then her she was like, "We really kind of like got combative at her." And then her husband's enormous. He our, threw it in our, in our bags. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 He's an awesome guy. Too. He is. And then he came in. He was like, no, you're fucking dumb. And so. she's actually pretty great, too, she when is. she's sober. She, so. she really is. Yeah. All right. But let me, let me, let me pose it this way. Let me, let me throw some out. Do you believe that some, some microbrew startups are a little like crowdsourcing campaigns online where you throw in, Five, ten, fifty dollars, and you get an ownership. I mean, that's that's more of a trend now. Yeah, that's different than just going in and buying a beer. I think. Stone did that, but uh, fine. But I mean, is it in the mind of the consumer? I, I think there is a differentiation. But what I'm saying is, there are people who would say, "I come to this brewery. I come every week, and I buy two or three beers, and I have not only given fifty. I've given." Two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars over the course of a month to this brewery doesn't does that entitle me to something? I think the and only expectation of in, of something out of that is us to keep making good beer and to be giving good service. Okay, but At if that they point, don't that's think you're making that, that's where it should stop. Yeah. Yes, if I go and if I drive through McDonald's every morning on my way into work and get a cup of coffee, do, 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 
am I entitled to more than that cup of coffee anymore? McDonald's is, is different than, Why, than What makes McDonald's not? different than this it's business? A, it's a producing, or any other business. Yeah. They make something, I buy it. We make something, they buy it. Because you don't, look, the people that drive to McDonald's don't have a personal connection with McDonald's. Because McDonald's is a giant, multinational So if I, what if I sit at the bar at Applebee's every day? No, that's that's a chain restaurant. What I'm saying is, it just because we're small, it's yes. a different but, but you feel. do independent. Like I, I'm like I'm not go. I'm not drinking Anheuser Busch beer. I'm not drinking ABI beer. I'm coming here because this is this is somehow different. This is outside, and I mean, in my end, and I, I'm I'm kind of playing devil's advocate. I don't really necessarily believe all this. But, but you just said you just related us to George Lucas. Applebee's is too big, but. George no, Lucas no, isn't. The only Jeff, reason I, I brought up George Lucas is because I think that there were a lot of people who hated the prequels, um, not just because they were bad, but because they felt they had invested so much time, energy, money, and effort into the original series that they felt like they owned it, and they were betrayed by it because it was so bad. Because they made a bad product, which is exactly what Justice Justin just said, that our customers, it, no matter how much money they spend here, a lot or a little... That entitles them to us to continue to make a good product. That's where it ends. Right. So if you started making a bad product, people would abandon you, right? And that's what happened with the Star Wars prequels. But I think that's what happens with any business. Yes. Sure. Okay. But I I think when you when you brought up Applebee's, it really like it all goes to the man. It all goes to the Applebee's corporation. But really, honestly, it's if you have your favorite bartender that you know, her, you go to see Jessica at Applebee's. You Is she ex- still working there? I had no idea, man. I thought after uh, she got caught in the supply closet with the assistant manager that she was done. <laughs> Doug. Doug, yeah. No, I have no idea. <laughs> but you, you expect do, if, do, if, if Jessica do, 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 takes do, do, do. care of you differently one week, then you're going to think differently. You, 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 d- you think you deserve... Perfect service. You think you deserve to have your beer first, your food but that's, first? Hang on. That's different because anybody that goes out, I think that... Uh, but that's an entitlement that ever, we're you, talking about. But that's... In the US. What I'm saying is anybody that goes out to a bar or a restaurant, like they fundamentally want to be taken care of. That's why bars and restaurants haven't been replaced with iPads, right? You want to sit down and you want to have somebody bring you a Coke and a menu and tell you the specials. Right? Although, I mean, I went, why I would they bring to, drugs uh, to your table? What's that? They bring cocaine to your table at... Where? Chili's? You said Coke. <laughs> Not yeah. a Coke, did you? Coke, did you, Coca-Cola. Did you say, yeah. Coke. Uh, wait, we, we could do, let's just change it to Pepsi. We'll do. Okay, okay, <laughs> we're good. We'll move on. Lynn and I just went, not just a month or so ago, the first time we had been to a chain restaurant, and I can't even remember, we went to Red Robin. Because uh, we, we got a gift card. It's KFC. And uh, it was fine. Like, the food was totally acceptable. But they had iPads on the tables, and like I could have chosen to not have a server when I went there. Really? Yeah. Uh, you can order. You can pay your bill. Everything on the. Okay, but we've had that on the, on the little. What tablet. I'm saying like, is, we've had that technology for I mean, ten or fifteen years, maybe not that long, but I mean, five or ten years now. Why haven't more bars and restaurants or places? Because people that want to go to a brewery or want to go to a restaurant want something that they can't get at home. Or I think they want to be taken care of. Yeah, I think you want to go to a brewery and have a beer. If I wanted, I could just brew beer at home if I wanted to. Same thing with I went to oh, a no, Red I'm, Robin. I could have made myself that pot roast burger and bottomless, bottomless full f- fries, flies, fries. You had a pot supplies. Roast? Yeah, you had a pot roast burger. Yeah, it was delicious. 
Yum. Like beef patty and <laughs> then KFC. pot roast? No, no, no. Just like it was like a <laughs> red robin. It was pot roast chunk? sandwich, yum. not burger. KFC yeah. yum arena. Uh, <laughs> but no, you go out and you. You know Muhammad Ali's funeral was there? <laughs> you want to pay someone to take care of you. You'll pay yes. $12 for a burger instead of being able to make it for $2 yourself. By the way, it's not even that. Like it, yeah, right, I mean, and, it's and we're going to go and we're going to tip, tip 20%, our own. Yeah. yeah. Like. I don't know. I, I, but let me, I mean, Kyle, as, as, a, as a bar owner, I mean, you could right now easily and, and probably at financial gain replace all of your servers with some type of online app or, or iPad interface, right? I, I'm going to disagree yeah. on the financial gain part. I think you take a big hit in business when you don't have. Oh, I. No, and I'm not. Ta- but I'm yeah. talking. You could save on servers on and customers' approval rating. Yes, yeah. but as a Payroll. just yeah. business, sure. right? It's just absolutely a, cheaper yeah. to have the iPads. You just oh, put yeah. out iPads yeah. on every table, and you get food runners. And that's right. all you, you yeah. need kitchen guys and food runners, right? I mean, that's. Yep. But why yeah. haven't you done that? Because that's not what people want at a restaurant. They, I think, they fundamentally want to be taken care of. I think they. No, they like to argue too. They want to well, bitch about something. That's sure. that's really why people you, go to you can't complain about something because when you put it, it in your say, iPad. If you typed yourself. it in yourself <laughs> and they, forgot to hit no onions, yeah. I fat yeah. fingered the lettuce. I didn't want lettuce. But also, there. they own a part of you now. Yeah. There'd be a whole lot of middle-aged women that couldn't get those haircuts anymore. <laughs> the, what? The, oh, I the, can I speak to, to a manager yeah. haircut? Yeah. <laughs> we saw a lot of those on Sunday. <laughs> we were dead. Man, there were a lot of them. Like 65-year-old. Can I speak to a manager? Haircut women. Dawn. Bizarre. Normally, you don't see them that, Dawn's, that Dawn's, old. Don's a good name. Speaking of last weekend, we haven't actually talked about the uh, big black beer bash. Big black beer bash. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I was going to say the Exit Six Beer Fest, and I knew we talked about that. Uh, we, yeah. Well, we did. You guys didn't because yes. you were sleepy, and Kyle Yum. was drunk. I assume. No, was at the, the lake. lake. Yeah. Flick Flick at the lake. Jake. Yeah, Jake was here. Flick was here. Flick killed it. I heard it. He did pretty well. Did you listen? Uh, not yet. I haven't. What was the last show you listened to? Uh, two weeks ago. Remember, I came in and said, fuck you, fuck oh, you, yeah, that's fuck right. you. <laughs> that was a month and a half ago. Uh, anyway, how was Big Black Beer It went real well. well. Uh, I showed up. An enormous success. Yeah. So, uh, just for the uninitiated, Jeff's birthday. As close to Jeff's birthday as we can get. Uh, Jeff always puts on a bunch of super rare and exciting Unbelievably high alcohol beers. Yes. I, I stopped by and I had Imperial Biscotti. Uh, what else did you guys have on? You had the 2014. Yeah. yeah. By the way. That one was three yes. years three old. Three years old, which was unbelievable. It was unbelievably it was nice. What did you guys have? What uh, were the highlights? My favorites were, were that one, the Avery Vanilla Bean Stout, and the Lagunitas Will It Age Cap Stout. Will It, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Uh, no, out of everything don't, we, don't be honest. All right, I'm going to lie. Thank out of you. everything we tapped, my number one go-to was the Will It capped out. I love High Westified. I'm like, this is going to be the same thing, just a different whiskey barrel. Yeah. A little underwhelmed. Yeah. It, it, it fell a little flat for me compared to a few of the other beers up there. What sucked? What didn't age as well as you thought it would? So my least favorite thing I think we tapped was the uh, Old Jubilation. I liked that one. I'm not a winter warmer guy. I thought it was fine for a winter warmer. I thought it was better than I expected it to be. Yes, but I, I still don't care for that style. I'm not. I don't. I just. I don't like that spiced mm-hmm. Christmas ale type beer. Uh, no offense. I know Schlafly is getting ready to come out with theirs next week because it's almost Christmas, second week of October. June. So, 
Uh, <laughs> I think it's been out. <laughs> Flake's shaking his head over there. <laughs> We're nine weeks into pumpkin season. Might as well roll out the Christmas shit. Uh, one of my favorites, which Jeff did not like at all, or I don't know if he didn't like it, but definitely was not on your list, was the uh, Great Divide uh, Barrel-Aged Old Ruffian I thought was fucking awesome. Uh, Barrel-Aged Barley Wine, a couple years old, really good, super dry, boozy. I just liked everything about it. That, that barley wine would probably be my least favorite because it was dry. It was so dry, like mouth puckering. It hurt. It was so dry. Really? Yeah. Ashy is what the word I would use to describe it, um, which is rare because I'd normally I love those style of beers. Yeah. Old barrel-aged barley wines, that's right up my alley. Yeah. But it was in a keg, so it didn't get oxidized at all. So I think that might have been sure. it. You're right about it. It didn't have the same character as yeah. a bottle would have. I just really enjoyed it. Um, Odell Fournette Porter was a little bit of a miss for me too. Oh no, it wasn't. That beer is fantastic. Come on, I and I, I've had that, and I was really like, un- oh, shit. I was really underwhelmed two years ago, and last year I really loved that. Last beer. year I loved it too. We had it on yeah. for our big Odell event that we did mm-hmm. uh, during uh, Craft Beer Week. I thought it was great. This was one that we had held on to a little bit longer, and I don't think it did it any favors. And it's got a lot of different tastes in it. I think that age it could go either way. It was what super... Was, oh, go ahead. What was the oldest beer you had on? The, How many the years? Scotty, three yeah, years. Yeah, 14. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, that beer was amazing. I, that was the only beer I got to have because I had to work, but... I would say three years is perfect for that beer. I can't imagine it getting any better. Yeah. And that was the best I've for ever Biscotti. had that beer. Yeah. 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 Um. I don't know. I, it was funny when we were pouring the Odell, you were talking about all the flavors. Like People were ordering, and then they just kept talking about what they were tasting, and everyone was tasting different things at the bar. And I'm like, okay, well, I this is what I get out of it. And like three people at the bar were like drinking it, and they're like, no, I don't taste any of that, but I taste all of this. And I went back and tried it again. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, now you say that. You know, yeah. power of per- persuasion, I guess, from... But uh, it's interesting. I just thought it's too old. I think it was a little bit just past its prime. Well, it was Jeff's birthday, so that fits with the thing. It does. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say uh, thanks to both of you for joining us at uh, Grafton yesterday. Oh. I know you were working. It's okay. Oh, fuck off, man. I was doing charity work. <laughs> I was getting drunk playing golf. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, like, I think yeah. you On Friday night, you said, yeah, I'll be there. Don't have to I work. said I'll I be think there. I said I think I have something and I couldn't remember it. Well, I remembered it Saturday night. Mm. Meant a lot to me. <laughs> oh my god! It's not even your birthday. I'll be here for your birthday. When is it? Two days. Wednesday. There you go. Blues home opener. Now blues no. opener. Season opener. Yeah. 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 Not home opener. That's I'm, I'm quitting my work so I can come here and be with you on your birthday. Speaking of uh, blues home opener, uh, that's on Saturday, same date yes. as Augusta Bottoms Brewfest. Yep. Uh, Twelve to five. Still tickets available, I believe. Probably. Uh, if you want to go at noon, you got to get the VIP tickets. Otherwise, it's one to five for the peasants. Where um, are you guys going to be? We've got our own tent set up this year. So you're not going to Blues Home Opener? No. Home no. Opener? We are not. We Jeff and I had a very... So you don't believe like, Blue? An existential crisis right. about this. Uh, is it any way we could get out of the festival in time, <laughs> make it back to the brewery, unload all of our shit, and make it downtown before the game started? And I, There's no fucking way. We're an hour away from home from the festival. 
Then you got to drop everything off. Then we got to drive all the way downtown, which is another 45 minutes, probably longer with traffic and you everything. You got to push that off on somebody else. The festival? Yeah. The, there's only three people that work here. <laughs> <laughs> Two of us are going. You have a girlfriend and a wife. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Uh, neither one of which are going with us, I don't believe. So uh, I don't know if they are or not. <clears throat> you have friends. Actually, Lynn might be coming. Is she? Yeah, she might come. This. She came last year. No, she didn't. Yeah, because we forgot air tanks. That was two us. years ago. Had, so GABF. They haven't come weekend? back since then because that, oh, that yeah. weather was so miserable. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, GABF, you brought that up. I had some. I wanted to talk about that uh, also. There's a few Missouri breweries that have no business going there that are going to be there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like? Just a couple. Well, you brought it up. I I'm mean, not going to uh, say their names, but okay. they, know, they know who they are. Okay. You know we're talking about you. Yeah. Uh, okay, what do you... <laughs> and there's a few breweries missing in Augusta to go to GABF, which is fine. I agree. You know, you want to go do that. Augusta's a fun festival, though. I really like Augusta. The The whole atmosphere is cool. Yeah. You're in the middle of a cornfield in October. We, we <laughs> blow fun. pumpkins up, and somebody always brings a trebuchet, and we launch things, and... Justin, oh, it's a good time. Let me ask Tannerite, you <laughs> we're not, firearms. We're not going to mention you know, any names. St. Charles County mm-hmm. is finest. But if... Any of those brews you were talking about? If win an award, win an award, I will. F- I'll fucking quit tomorrow. Well, no, you next, won't. Next week, no fucking way. You'll quit. Yeah. No, no, I you will won't. Stop making beer. If no, you won't. One of these breweries wins a fucking award. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm and not an indentured servant. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's one beer that I know of that has a chance of winning an award. Who? What? I'm not what is it? We'll talk about it when we're done. Well, this is uh, riveting conversation. Perennial will probably win another award. They win for like Hall beer every year. Perennial. They always yeah, had, they hit a couple award. of weird styles. They deserve that to they be there. Win. Uh, Heart of Gold has won a couple of times. Hamel's won a couple of times. Um, I didn't know Hamel had ever won. Yeah, they won a gold for that like two years in a row. I oh think. shit! Mm-hmm. Can I tell you a beer that should win? No. And and I hope it does. No. I think Dave Johnson's Cole should win a fucking award. I love that fucking beer. Really? Dude. Yeah, I love that fucking beer. Huh. I don't know that I've had it. I, I would put I've it up there either. with uh, Mr. Flick's Brewery over here. I think it's as good as Schlafly's Kolsch. And I think that's... Is, Schlafly's Kolsch has been picked as the best beer in America by USA Today. It has been. And they know what they're talking about. So that's a bold statement. They're USA. I, I, think, I think it's really phenomenal. Yeah, but only today. Yeah. It will, it will be today. Who tomorrow knows also. what it's going to be tomorrow. It'll be today, tomorrow. When? So. <laughs> Can I pee? Sure, Mark just did. Okay, cool. <laughs> but no, all right, you want to take a break? Or you can let Jake take my... All right, so over the break, um, we finished up our argument about whatever it was. and uh, All the things. A, a lot of arguments. Uh, I don't think any of us are friends anymore. Still can't believe you backed the Nazis. Yeah. Still can't believe it. <laughs> I prefer a smaller mustache. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Only because the sides of it are worn down by your wife's weird vagina. Like that's oh, that personal. <laughs> Kelly anyway. Jane, you never listen to our show, but if you'd happen to just pop in on this, uh, Mark said that, and if you want to fire him, I'm okay with it. <laughs> so uh, Untapped just came out, and we've, we've talked a lot about social media and and beer and stuff, and Untapped <laughs> is now doing their own list of um, best beers in each state. Really? It just came out, 
Um, really? What is Missouri? Can I uh, can gonna, I ask yeah. really fast just to, before we get into this list? What would how what, many perennial beers are on there? It's <laughs> one per state. This oh, is the best one. beer in each state. Oh, then it's a breakfast. Oh, it's just one. Here's the criteria. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out what the advantage. These beers had the highest average is. ratings oh, based okay. on untapped check-ins between June 21st and September 21st, with a minimum of 2,000 check-ins during the time. Okay. All right. Uh, because I know for a fact one of our beers actually is higher rated than the beer for Missouri, but didn't uh, have. But we don't have 2,000 check-ins. check-ins. No shit. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Oh, that's disappointing. Is, is, are you going to tell us what it is next, or can we? Uh, you can can, we, you guys want to take a guess? Go let, ahead. Let's, let's yeah. guess the style. I'd rather get a style yeah, than guess the I, yeah, beer. Okay. You want to get a style? Yeah. yeah. It's a sour. Oh, so Grisette, pulling nails, something from Side Project. Side Project is not the brewery. Katie. Well, not, nope. not enough uh, votes there. Katie. Has yeah, to see, have I, don't know, I don't know if they get enough check-ins because of how small their batch releases are, and everyone just holds yeah. on to their beer, right? So no one oh, can check it minute, in though. because they don't drink it. Is it made in St. Louis? No. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Tank seven. Sour. I wouldn't. That's a farmhouse. Yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, no. Right brewery, wrong beer. Love Child? Yep. Love Child was a 4.1 okay. rating. Which one? Eight. I liked eight. It wasn't. I haven't had one. eight. Oh, wait, no, we did have eight. Maybe. I, I don't remember. Do you have eight on you tap? Don't, you don't remember oh, it because God. we passed around the campfire on Oh, that's July. right. Yes. Yeah, so oh, we yeah. Uh, wait, do you it, have it, it on tap right now? No, no, no. Did you? Yeah, I have, yeah. Did you have it on tap the f- first week of the football season? Possibly, yeah. Yes. I think I had it, it then. It, I thought it, it was came, awful. It came off and came oh, on. Oh, no, it was good. And that could what? be a part of it, too. What's that? It, it came, came off and went back on? on? Yeah. Uh, was it? I, 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 still, like I still have a bottle. Maybe I, you're right. I, I, I should bring it next week. I, I had it when I was hosting trivia, and I, I liked it. Really? Okay, maybe it's, I'm wrong. It's really good. Yeah. I really think the standard for Love Child is just so high. From the beginning of... Excuse me. Of Love Childs, I, I don't think it has nearly the prestige it once carried. Five, five and I six don't really let me down. Seven, six years ago, whenever it came out, and it was one of the only easily accessible sour beers. I think so many sure. people went after it because there wasn't a lot of other options. Sure. There weren't a lot of sours, and it came out once a year. Now yeah. suddenly it comes out once every three months, yeah, it seems it like. It seems like you get two or three a year the mm. last two years or whatever. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, that's uh, Missouri's uh, number one. Uh, there's a couple other. What's in California? I was going to pick a couple notable states. Uh, it's a brewery I'm sure you've, uh, you might have heard of the brewery, but you'll, you'll never come up with it. Okay. Uh, it's a Bottle Logic. Uh, uh, are you familiar with them at all? Nah, They're not really. They're super no. big right now on, uh, in, really? in the, the trading community. community yeah. Yeah. Uh, fundamental observation is that yeah. here. Well, Colorado? Oh. Fun. Colorado is a super... Wait, Wait Fundop is Yeah, Fundop. Fundop is number one. That's Fundamentally. Yeah. Colorado was kind of a surprise to me. Yeah? Um, it's a Fat big tire. brewery, but... <laughs> no, I honestly ex- kind of expected it to be something kind of mundane, either from New Belgium Odell, one sure. of those guys. Uh, it's from a big brewery, but uh, a beer I didn't actually really care for. And Shake? it's a 4.48, which I think, when I just White Rascal? quickly scrolling through, is one of the definitely top 10 highest rated in the country. White Rascal? Nope. Uh, it's a big beer. Big. It's a stout. Steel Toe? Barrel Aged Imperial. 
1050? Yep. I'm, I, I thought it was just okay when we had it. I, you at, know what? Uh, I, I think barrel aged is, is but this way is, better. I think regular 1050, it really falls flat. For me. And, say, and I, we, I, uh, we always have the same conversation. I really don't like thin Imperial Stouts. We it's, had barrel aged 1050 at the Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas, and I, I, I remember it blowing me out of the water. I had one, and I thought it was just like at everything I had that day, I thought it was the worst beer I had. See, I think I thought it was the best, but Man. maybe I'm wrong. Uh, that was no. We, I mean, we can have different. No, we're not allowed. No, we're not allowed. No. Uh, no, I remember Barrelish Tenfitty being like, like mind blowing. Like wow. I had a bottle of it, and it was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I, I doubt it. it was sold in cans. <laughs> no, I, oh, okay. I had a package of it, and it was phenomenal. Dick. Uh, Kentucky's got one on here that we've all definitely had to. Kentucky uh, Bourbon the South. It is against the grain. It's an IPA. And it actually. Citrus down? Yeah. It has one of the lowest ratings overall, overall of, of, of the, any state. Really? Uh, Montana has what I've seen to be the lowest one. Big Sky? And it's a 3.7 rating, which is the best check in or rated beer they've had. And it's Moostrel. Yeah, which I think is a good beer. So what what uh, what was Love Child rated four point one? So we need like fifteen hundred people to get online and vote uh, SHP. That's probably our highest rated one right now uh, of the recent stuff. Yeah, it, this is all stuff that was released this year during that point. Or then at least yeah, SHP. We need we need fifteen hundred votes for SHP. You have uh, to have fifteen hundred pours for them though. We, we do. We can't make yeah. that much. No, that's what I'm saying. You'd have <coughs> to have enough pours. No, we just want people to fake it. Oh, okay. We yeah. just want, you know, we want to be number one. Well, so if we need to, our uh, listeners to get online, <laughs> get on Untapped, and pick some hot pun, that's five stars for us. We're getting ready to re-release that here. Lots of uh, Very soon. Like, within a week or so, probably. So That beer is fucking awesome. Yeah, thank you. I agree. Have you guys thought about uh, contracting that? Is that an, or have you guys thought about contracting brewing at all? Uh, you know, there's been talks. Yeah? Yeah. Nothing I want to get into, but yeah, there's been talks. We actually have quite a bit on the table right now. So, so Cool. Uh, speaking of things, what do you guys have on right now that you want to promote at the, at the, uh, at the bar? Uh, well... Do you have any? We, we got no juice no for juice you. No juice for one. you. We just released at the festival. Yeah, it's our new double IPA. Oh, that was I. That was really good. Uh, Trotter Fox, our oatmeal brown, which is super popular, is going to be coming out here real soon, and we're doing a collaboration with uh, Rackhouse on that beer. Uh, they took one of their uh, little barrels that they aged their Manhattans in, and aged a chocolate whiskey in it, and then gave it to. Uh, Van Buskirk's up the street and they aged a Kyoto coffee and the chocolate whiskey infused barrel gave it back to Rackhouse uh, wait other way around they did the chocolate coffee or the Kyoto coffee first now no. they're aging chocolate whiskey they did, they did a rye Manhattan in it That's then it. gave it to Van Buskirk's who did the Kyoto coffee who gave it back to the Rackhouse who filled it up with the chocolate Manhattan That's right. and then we're getting it and we're doing a Trotter Fox our oatmeal brown in there if you go back to the first time we did the show, 
um, back on Talk Heads I, I don't want to. I, you, you would probably hear me say that Trotter Fox Brown was my favorite beer that you guys have ever done. I love that beer. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it's just... Actually, I had a couple customers asking me about it. Like, hey, is that beer ever coming out again? And it, it's fun to have somebody ask that about a normal beer. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. a normal yeah. brown ale that yeah. I think we did a really good job on. But that does speak to the status of the brewing industry in general where, I mean, you kind of have to have big, bold, weird things to right. stay ahead of the you know, we get, social media Hey, when is Razmanian Devil coming out yeah, 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 all the yeah. time? Or... Yeah. Uh, Girl Stout Cookie, Iced Oatmeal Cookie. Those are the ones we get asked about the most, uh, those three. So when you get somebody say, hey, when's Trotter Fox? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, yeah man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Jake just opened another bottle for us. We've got a 2016 Chateau Rou- Rogue uh, Pumpkin Patch Ale. Oh, I was like, what the fuck is that? It's pumpkin. That's... Uh... <laughs> what's Man, the, what's the water like? in your face. It's free range, of course. It's free range? Yeah. Uh, I've been saying that the last several weeks that I don't like pumpkin stuff. Uh, I really like that pumpkin mead, and I actually like this, too. Yeah. Why don't you go to Starbucks and get yourself a fucking coffee, then? Maybe I will. And then maybe Basic I'll suck white bitch. afterwards. I don't know. And then you will own a part of Starbucks and be able to dictate yes. everything they do moving We'll call forward. Mr. Bucks and tell him that huh. we need things. He's a nice For guy, I heard. <laughs> no, I'm just... I haven't. Oh, I do. What, you want to make a pumpkin beer now? You want, should we no, bring I, back Oh My Gourd? I don't. I mean, people it, are super mad at us for going two years in a row without making it. I, not that it's bothering me. I don't want to make it. It was really but, good. And I don't like pumpkin shit, but that beer was really okay. great. It's a little thin for me. The, the one we're drinking now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what Jeff's saying. It, it, people are asking. I've had it too. When, are you guys doing pumpkin beer this year? And then once I say no, we kind of decided there's already so many other options they're like yeah you're right there's a lot of other options and i don't think anybody was like super upset about it uh but oh my gourd becky one it's a fantastic fucking name name so the name is great uh, i don't know i think if we had a bigger brewery or we had more space for seasonal beers last I'd year i'd want to do it again i, I just i think we've we can't come up with some much better not better but different fall beers that are a little more fun i think people will be a lot more understanding once if if we rearrange our schedule this year like what i was saying to you earlier yeah. and start staggering our stouts as opposed to saying okay now it's december all of our yeah. stouts time need to come out now the staggered stout series is actually a great yeah. fucking name for Last year during St. Patrick's Day, during the parade, it was 45 degrees and it was snowing. You're telling me that if you brewed that beer in March, you wouldn't sell it? And we, no, we definitely could. And then we talked about that. I mean, I, 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 I told him, I mean, this is a long time ago, and I fucking We could about definitely it. brew pumpkin beer any time really, of year with I the really way that we do, do it. it. If we put a pumpkin beer on in March or something like that, it, yeah, people would be It's like, worth the experiment, I think. It's been six months since they've had a pumpkin beer right. at that point, or five months or well, something. Well, I mean, with know? Schlafly, they brewed all yeah. year round, so. Well, we could just, all we're doing is beating Schlafly by a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and Sam the, Adams. That's the dream, right? I mean, in March, they have that's their the Oktoberfest coming out, so. That's the dream. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this beer. I enjoy it. I'm, it's thin. Yeah, that's real that's thin. Yeah, and I, I, 
smells fucking awesome. It's also a rogue beer, so like your right, exactly. level of expectation is already kind of minimal. This one know? does smell better than the uh, pumpkin mead that we had. It doesn't smell like grandma's potpourri. It sat in my beer fridge for a year. A year? I actually yeah. like it. I maybe need to go try some other pumpkin. Maybe I like pumpkin again. I don't know. I just you took a, a couple year hiatus maybe. and now it's yeah. all coming back. Yeah. You know, palette shift over time and Sure. Yeah, actually I do like this. It's uh what twenty sixteen, yeah. right? I and mean, pumpkin beer's not normally something I'd want to age, but surprisingly the spices uh stay or hold on really well. <laughs> So I was just reading through uh, the list still from Untapped. Uh, North Dakota, I wanted to see what some of the like, smaller states had. Yeah. Their, uh, their number one rated beer is called Wee's the Juice, which is a fucking awesome That's beer. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 4.0 from Drecker Brewing Company. I want to drink it just because I love Pauly Shore. Yeah. <laughs> What's Nobody up? loves Pauly Shore. What's Top, Michigan? <laughs> Top 10 Pauly Shore movies go in the uh, Army now. You're wrong. Son-in-law. Biodome is number one. Biodome. No, son-in-law is number one. You're right. No. Son, or Biodome is number one. Son-in-law. So, son-in-law is number now. one just for no, uh, no other reason than Carla Gugliano, Gino, whatever the hell her last name is. Uh, did did Pauly Shore do ten movies? <clears throat> son-in-law has Kelly Kapowski <laughs> in it. Which, kind of the joke, but uh, you guys have run with this. Oh, then you've got Encino Man. We didn't even Encino, see that. Yeah, and did. then there's Pauly Shore is Dead, oh, I which forgot was about so Encino fucking Encino Man. Yeah. Encino <laughs> Man was awesome. He was also in a goofy movie. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and the sequel. A goofier Go- movie. A goofier movie? Yeah. There's got to be another one, right? Did you say Michigan? Uh, in Michigan was Boss Tweed, Northeast Dippa. Old Nation, never heard of it. Where's Boss Tweed? So when I was in, uh, when we were in KC a couple weeks oh, ago, okay. I, I didn't know if you knew the bird. I made an impulse buy on Amazon that showed up today. Go on. Yeah. You have a Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> In jeans, a crop, not even a crop, just a, just a, a white Suspenders bra. Suspenders and a white bra. Yeah. Where did we see that? Well, we saw some other dude wearing a Kelly Kapowski t-shirt. Sorry. Yeah. So here's the thing. You own this t-shirt. You're never going to wear it. Do you just masturbate oh, he had it into on. it? He had it on earlier. Why would you not wear that? It's just medium. Would you like it? Why would you not just masturbate it? It won't fit it? me. Oh, yeah, it will. I bet. I'm a medium. If it's a yeah. medium, I'm wearing that. It's a 2X, but it fits me more like a medium. Put Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, put it on right now. We'll take a picture and put it up on all the social media we have. Yeah, man, this she is was real hot. <sighs> still in my top yeah, she's five. Still hot. Still in my top five. I don't know if you guys Along ever watched with Rosie uh, Perez and if you no. ever watched the three Andrews Shepard sisters. Uh, I don't. You're very old. Leverage. Did you guys ever watch Leverage? Uh huh. No. She was in Leverage and she was very attractive in that. She definitely has like looks like a mom now, but like super hot. Yeah, it mom. might be a little big on you. Kyle needs it's to eat a sandwich anyway. super too small on me. It might fit good boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. It's great, right? Because I don't fit in mediums. Let me see it. When was the last time you wore a medium shirt? What year? Third grade. <laughs> so 1979. Uh, this may sound no, creepy. A little later than that. 84? 82, 83. This is going to sound creepy, but I'm going to sleep in this shirt tonight. <laughs> Which Kelly will you touch more? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you touching your own boobs? It's like, her. that's not. 
No, that's, that's the I left and right side of her face. I didn't what I'm saying down. is you are literally touching your own boobs right now. I don't have If I had smart. to pick the one girl that I had the crush on the most forever, that's probably her. What about Topanga? Hold on. Yeah, I, I was Topanga. too old for Topanga. Topanga was my chick. Uh, I have to interject something. Uh, Oregon's Rosie number Price? one untapped beer is uh, they stole one of our beer names. You're shitting me. I'm not, and I'm sure that they were not doing it when we did it. It's three-way IPA. It's bullshit. We need to C&D those motherfuckers. C&D them right, right now, now, man. Yep. We're, we're going to send in a letter. Drafting a letter as soon as the show is over. Somebody get my uh, dear Mr. My Oregon paper. So you guys forgot about jury duty, which was a oh jury duty. Yeah, I did till you reminded me. Thanks, asshole. I don't. I don't think anybody forgot. I think about that's it. it. That's that's all the of, Pauly Shore cannon. Yeah, he has such a rich rich history in comedy because of his mom. <laughs> You, you know, you guys are laughing, no, but no, there's no, no. a lot of truth to what he's saying. No, his mom owed the comedy store. His mom only owns a comedy store. That's what I'm saying. Comedy I, store, yeah. comedy shop. No one has comedy ever sh- said that Holly Shore has a rich comedic history. You're the first and only person to ever say that. because his mom owns a comedy store. He's right. I understand his, that there is his. some background there, but... Well, that would be history. It's not his history. It's his mom's Jeff. history. No, because he grew up watching all these comedians and getting up on stage why with was them. was so bad? Well, just because you're exposed doesn't make you good. I mean, <laughs> I'm exposed to great beer every day. I still drink Natty Light all the time. And he exposes himself to his staff all the time, and they don't think he's a good manager. I mean, it's just a thing. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, you know, fucking Jackie Robinson Jr. Oh, your dad was fucking really good. I got to see him all the time play fucking ball. Why aren't you a Major League Baseball player? You know, Kyle doesn't come up with many things that are right, but that's it's kind of right on this one. Boom. What's your point? Kinda. Is I'm saying that just, he, he's kind of right. He, he mic dropped me or earphone dropped me at at. He has a rich. What's your a, point? That's what I'm getting at. Who fucking cares? Is mom owned a comedy store? He's a, he's a nobody. No, the comedy store. The comedy store. The comedy store is a very famous comedy club, and he was, and then they did a whole thing. I mean, I've been to the phony, funny bone. Is it like that? The phony bone. The phony bone. Hmm, sounds nice. That's what I call wins dildos. <laughs> <laughs> what does she call him? Ed. Ed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They have personal names, I'm sure. You know, it's weird because she always talks about teaching special ed, and I just realized that's you. I just realized that's you. Yeah, and? (laughs) What's your point? I want to know what your point is about his rich comedic history. We we were just just talking about how Paulie Shore, how how shitty his movies were, and I said, oh, we forgot about Jury Hang on. No one talked about how shitty his movies were. We were just naming his movies. Pauly Shore. I, I was. I was. They're, they're, they're terrible. Yeah, I was. Jury duty's I awful in the Army now. Yeah. Terrible. I love Son-in-Law. I love Hang Encino on. Man. Biodomes. Meh. But oh, In the I Army like Now was, I mean, we can all agree, In the Army Now was like the fourth best Laurie Petty movie. Behind Tank Girl. And two was, other movies. Was she Tank Girl? She was Tank she Girl. Was she Tank wasn't Girl. in Tank Girl. She was Tank the, Girl. I know that's what I'm saying. A yeah. League of the, Their Own. The Tank one that Girl. shaved her head. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's man. It's all coming together now. 
you're going. I can't. He's not I, even, I'm really he's, like he's not going to touch himself to Kelly's anymore. You he's just reminded go. me, but I didn't realize that she was Tank Girl. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. All right, buddy. It's time for uh, Good Boy John's Blind Beer of the Week. It is. It is. Did you bring one? He oh. did. All right then. We have to get uh, this in the my my beer or my uh, glass oh. is still full of pumpkin. Yeah, but just man, just slam I dump it. it. Uh, no, I can't slam this. I'll slam it. I had to. Not because. Uh, Can we get uh, Mr. Flick in on this and see if he's uh, going to get this right too? Because. Okay. Jake said he wanted to come and be with us tonight, as long as we promise not to give him a microphone. So I don't know that uh, he That's can true. be in on this. Well, he can be in on this. He just doesn't have to speak on a tape. <clears throat> well, I can't because I already know what it is. So. Oh, he's cheating. Point. Okay. So, good boy John has the blind beer of the week. Let's do this. And uh, while good boy is filling our glasses, Mark has some trivia for us, I think. Really? No, I just put them on the spot. <laughs> By the way, I have two trivia questions that I've never used before that have just been. Okay, here we go. Each year, what brewery hosts an annual event called the Belgium Comes to Cooperstown? Brooklyn. No, no, that's not right. <laughs> really? Ithaca. Really? Uh, that's not that far off. You'd I can't even remember why I asked this question. I, I, at one point, I had a reason for it. I don't uh, know. Oh, no, Great Lakes? Spencer. No, no it's um, Spencer Brewing's, the uh, Belgian, or the Abbey. Cooperstown is in New York. It's the, that's where, where the Spencer thing. is. It's uh, Southern Tier. <laughs> no, you think it's I was thinking Canton. That's why I said Great Lakes. I was oh, thinking yeah. Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gang. Yes, Thank Kyle you. for the win. All right, <laughs> what brewery has labels featuring the edgy artwork of Ralph Steadman, a man known for illustrating author Hunter S. Thompson's books? Oh, um, Flying Dog. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I can think th- it was Gonzo in the Heat. I could yeah. not remember yeah. the brewery. Those are the only two trivia questions I had. Uh, well, that was fun. I, I was just, that I, was fun. I, I knew that you didn't fun. have trivia. I, that was actually a surprise. <laughs> Justin really looked down on me, and I'm glad I beat him. <laughs> looked down at you for what? You, you were there, and you were like, <laughs> Look, hey. Can I tell you, it's hard to take anything you say seriously, guy, when you're wearing the Kelly Kowalski. I just Kowalski. can't stop looking at <laughs> Right. And by the way, it's a gigantic. It's the biggest bra I've ever seen. <laughs> It's a crop top, okay? Nah. Well, that's not a crop top. I had top. planned on using that to clean myself up with tonight. <laughs> so I'm a little upset he's taking it home with him. You know, we could screen print that onto a shirt for way less than you paid for it, I'm sure. I paid $6. I don't know. I was just... Okay, then no, maybe so. not. <laughs> it's perfect that you just handed out random beers to people, which means we're all just attempts. All right. All right. All right, so here we go. Blind beer of the week. No, it does Brought not smell like pumpkin. I was a little like worried about up. that. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Smells like goes on the nose. Yep. It is a uh, pale straw, yellow, and uh, super cloudy. A little, a little bit of haziness, and a very thin layer of head that's not dissipating at all. It smells like salt and. Funk. When did you turn into beer tech? Yeah, no shit. Uh, this week. <laughs> I'm gonna sneeze again. I taste pink peppercorns. Blue peppercorns. Blue peppercorns. Uh, Orange stars and green clovers. Unicorn sweat. Oceans. <laughs> Not the Pacific, but the Atlantic. The right, the right bottom 
uh, the right bottom, uh, like the the salt of a right bottom uh, picture frame. The right bottom and the yeah, fat bottom. Like on the, yeah, and also fat, the fat, fat bottom. Food. But they make the rockin' world go round, they so do. I can kind of excuse the fact that it also <laughs> tastes like a... The left corner of the puzzle, though. The right bottom of the picture, like a, the left corner of the used, puzzle. Randomly enough, like a, like a used... Jeff looks so mad right a now. Used sports <laughs> oh, I wasn't hardly listening, man. I'm a used sports towel, but from a team again. in the AL West... <laughs> <laughs> like the U Sports style, like a like a, a wraparound towel from the AO West, but not like Petey Pablo. No, no, no. He's no, no he's that's East. East. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. East. Yeah, okay. No, Petey AL's, Pablo. Yeah, he was spinning his towel like, around like definitely a helicopter. The, definitely the Angels. Who the hell is Petey Pablo? North Carolina, Carolina come, come on, on and raise up. up. Took your shirt it off, swing it around your head like a helicopter. Got by the way, if you don't like it, that's Petey Pablo. That's yeah. the entirety of Petey Pablo. Who the Petey fuck Pablo. is Petey Pablo? Yeah, yeah we just described the song. You, you haven't told me anything yet. You he's s- a rapper. That's, thank you. That's the All song. Right. Yeah, but I didn't know it was a song. Yeah, I didn't know he's a rapper. What I'm saying is, if you didn't know Petey Pablo, based on what we just did, you were never going to know. But Petey it Pablo. still didn't answer my question, and Justin oh, did I by telling it, me he's a rapper. Thank uh, you, Justin. I appreciate the help. Uh, sake. All right, I'm going to be the first one to. Uh, we don't have license. We don't have this. licensing for this. This is North North Dakota. Come on and slack off. Take your pants off. Spin you around your head. Look at Mark. No, I don't. Know I'm trying song. to save us from a copyright infringement. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go right to it. It's a Goza. It's four and a half percent. Three point nine. Okay, maybe. I did not agree with Goza on the. Aroma? I actually don't know that it's a goza either. On the flavor, I do a little bit, but no, I don't. I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's more of a uh, goose lambic style uh, Lambo. You were, I think it's fermented with Lambo because uh, I get a lot of horse blanket straw. It's definitely not a goose. Yeah. There's no fucking way this is a blend of lambics. No, probably not. I'm saying in that strain, in that in that vine, but. Uh, uh, like I said, I, I definitely uh, uh, lacto, lactobacillus. Well, you just said Lambo. I know. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the car. <laughs> you done? Uh, yeah, go ahead. If you got something to say, go for it. This is pale sour, uh, 5.5% alcohol. You're way high on the ABV, I think. I do too. 3.2 ABV. There's a flavor in this here. This is too, in the more like, uh, mid fours. Low to mid fours. Four two to four boy. five. Super light. Um, there's like a there's a fruit or something that is. I, I got grapefruit. Kumquat. He might not be It's grapefruit. It's I, not I, grapefruit. I don't think it's grapefruit kumquat's either. It's not a bad guess though, honestly. I'm, I'm being serious. I know it's a funny word, but it's actually kumquat. Or kiwi. I was gonna no. say kiwi. It's it's too it's too flavorful for kiwi. A kiwi is such a soft flavor. I think. Man, I like too many seeds in kiwi. I, it's kumquat. That's wow. what I, I taste. Now that's all I taste instead it's, of that horse blanket. Now it's just a fruit, I, like a like kumquat. Yeah, it's kumquat uh, goza. Crane? No, that's There's a no vice, way it's a goza. Right? I don't think it's a goza either. Yeah, I'm with you. Good boy, tell me it's not a goza so I can be right about one time. (laughs) All right. (laughs) What is it? All right, come on. What do you got? It's a goza. It is a goza? It's not a goza. It's not a goza. What do you got for us? It's uh, watermelon Berliner Uh, from Mickler. 
I almost went no, Berliner, and I thought it was too mm. heavy for the Berliner. You swap? What, okay, that was what's the a, can. What's what ABV? What I'm working you? on it. I can't 3. see anything. It's not. 3.7. Yeah, I knew. Wow, you were really close. I, I, I thought it was super low. I said 5.5. Five. I got a little saltiness out of it. I just Why do you went, have your old man I did originally, and then out. as we uh, started talking about it, it's just it, still in my pocket from yeah. uh, the other day when we had bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> he bought a four pack of them for $20. This can is can someone go to Walgreens and get Jeff some readers so we can see what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no, I can see just fine. It's just too dark. <laughs> Where the fuck's the ABV? It's 3.7. I know. I heard him say that. I just don't see it. Oh, there it is. You get two for $7 if you go to Walgreens right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's that fine. Watermelon. After you say watermelon, yeah, that's all I taste now. Ah. But it's I still get a little like salty. I was going to read about this beer, but it's all written salty, in Belgium, so I can't say... Uh, uh, in Belgium? Belgium's not a language. Right? Belgian? Belgium's not a language. It is. It's what do they speak in Belgium? Not. German. They do speak have, Belgian. Do you have that in your glass? They absolutely do not speak Belgian. I think it's... They do. It has way more body than most Berliners, I think. The body is what gave me the uh, higher ABV. I, I guess it was in the mid-4s yeah, just because it has a I actually wanted to say, body to it. I wanted to say Berliner, but I'm like, there's no way because it's... The mouthfeel is way different. I thought it was uh, too sour to be a Berliner. I said I got that horse blanket. I still get it on the nose a lot. I did, but as soon as we started talking about fruit, the horse blanket thing evaporated for me. I still get it on the nose a lot, but not a, not so much in the mouth. Watermelon's a weird fucking flavor, man. Like I've had lots of watermelon beers that are uh, very obviously watermelon. This is so, it's such a soft like flavor. That what are the odds we have two watermelon beers today? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's weird. It is weird. The founders one. Yeah. That was very obviously watermelon. Oh yeah, that had that kind of bit of a fake, you yeah. know, Jolly Rancher Which watermelon I don't flavor. Mind. I didn't either, but because it like, was it was light. Like he said, kumquat. I'm like, okay, like kumquat's kind of a soft fruit yeah. flavor. Like it's a little bit sweet and a little bit funky. Like I, I, I just did not like get the aftertaste it. follows more with kumquat than it does with watermelon. But I, I don't. But I'm going to keep burping this beer up, and I'll, I'm going to get as watermelon on the burps now. That was what I always got on the watermelon wit. Mm-hmm. I didn't say saying watermelon until I burped. <laughs> to me, I, yep, and, there it I, is. and I, I have no experience with this, but watermelon has to be a hard flavor to impart. On very the much so. Very, yeah, very much right? so. You use like a just, lot. Just because, I mean, I'm, frankly, it's got the word water in it, right? I mean, yeah. So when you're trying to inject it into something that has water, beer, like it, it's a tough... It's funny, when you use watermelon, uh, like we use whole watermelons we get them i cut them in half i scoop them out and throw them into steeping bags and throw them in the tank yeah when i you know we drain this uh beer out keg it up like and i gotta clean the tanks up all of the fruit has like lost all of its color yeah like and it's just like it's just mush like there's no it's like a white mush yeah it's it's kind of neat i don't say i don't know about neat <laughs> it's kind of gross but it's, it's kind of neat it's gross yeah yeah, but think but, about it. It's the same way if you ever, I mean, if you ever suck on a piece of watermelon, right? I mean, you suck all of the flavor yeah. out of it immediately. It's but the not thing like is, that like that ever. color falls out of the fruit. Yeah, but it doesn't go anywhere. It just like dissipates. Like you see a watermelon, what? and it's like kind of a bright <laughs> red or pink color. One of my favorite just, things that I ever made before opening up this place at home is I made a semi-sweet mead that I flavored with rose petals. So I bought, uh, it was three gallons of mead. I bought uh, half a dozen roses, 
plucked each petal off one by one. She loves me and she loves me not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sprayed them all down with star sand and threw them in the mead and let them sit there. Sorry, what is star sand? Uh, yeah, it's a sanitizer. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. In Sorry. case there was any bacteria on yeah, those okay. petals I or didn't, whatnot. Okay. I've just this beer we're going to pass around is right up Justin's alley. Uh, but those rose petals in about six months turned white, stark white. Uh, so they went from this beautiful ruby red color to they look like now a, a white rose. And all of that rose flavor transferred into the mead. And the smell, it, it smelled like perfume, like a rose perfume. And then it tasted, oh, it was really just fantastic. But uh, the point of it all was even rose petals lose their color. Okay. I think that's one, one brewery that I've not been to yet is Scratch. And I really want to go and see how they do things and why. I mean, like... Because they do everything organically. How they do it? They walk in the woods and go, "Hey, that looks good." <laughs> right, but you—I mean, they're not—they're not organic like um, old bakery. They're organic where they just go and they, like you said, they—they they walk their their land and they say, "Okay, this." I've had a what, lot we, we had of a, beers. From I had them. a. He, uh, Jake brought me a mushroom yeah. Berliner Weiss, and I was like, "Ah, I don't want to fucking try it," and uh, it was delicious. Our buddy at. St. Brewis, Justin Phelps brought us a uh, unreleased mushroom beer from them <laughs> six or seven months ago. And I hate mushrooms. And it was, for me, one of the worst beers I've ever had. I was on the same page because I also hate mushrooms. I think if you liked mushrooms, though, great. And they just released a blueberry beer that is getting a lot of traction right now. Like, people are yeah. saying it's awesome. Uh, it was all over beer enthusiasts this weekend. I like so. blueberries. Maybe I'd like that one. Yeah. It's like. They do so. Their stuff is so out there, varied from yeah. Like you have to be you. You have to love mushrooms or love blueberries or love spruce because they did a spruce beer that I really really enjoyed. But yeah. I mean, look, I mean this this calls back to what we've been talking about. I mean to stand out in the beer industry, you have to kind of do something that's not mainstream Weird. or ordinary. I think um, Scratch has no desire to stand out in the beer industry. They don't no. care. No. They they're don't. hippies. No, they are making shit for them because yeah, they're hippies. They're just they're out in the middle of the woods and they're like, Well, we're gonna brew today. What should we make? I don't know. Let's go for a walk and see what we find. Hey, we found this tree bark, let's use that. They don't care if they're not gonna enter any competitions and try and win awards. They just wanna make beer, live off the land. You know, they're just those types of people, man. I think it's awesome. Okay. I just don't care for their beer because I don't enjoy those flavors, right. you know, mushrooms and tree bark and stuff like that. It's not for me. I don't, of the of the big flavors, umami is not mine, you know. That's just not my, my desire. But what they do, I think, is incredible. Okay. So. I'm actually just super impressed you know the word umami because. Well, it's a Sonic commercial. <laughs> umami, this is good. <laughs> Did I use it in the right term? The right context? Yeah. Yeah. Was it like the two guys in the car? Yeah. Oh, I don't of remember course that it one. Is. It was in a slushy. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> it was. It's really bad. I hate those commercials so bad. Yeah, they bring a, a wine sommelier. How can an, to, how can, how is Mark not taste. on that commercial? Yeah, I know. It's a great question. Because it's all puns. He could be the dumb one. He'd be like, the, oh, which, which one's here, the dumb one? Here's uh, the one in the passenger seat. Yes. Here, here's Sonic's new. They, uh, you know they switch. Corn dog like all the time. No. Yeah, How can do. I not have no. a corn dog without any stock? 
<laughs> that's 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 a Sonic commercial. No, that's not something that's real, dude. I'm telling you, that's. I mean, no. I just I just wrote their next commercial. Oh. <laughs> oh I want to do an entire spinoff web series of Kyle Dent making s- fake Sonic commercials. <laughs> like this is what I want my next. Jeff's he's got a convertible. He's got a convertible. In Jeff's car. It's true. We could do this. We could do this. We'll do it. We'll do it with beers instead of hot dogs or whatever the fuck they do. No, it it doesn't matter. Whatever. We'll just give him a subject. Like it's just. I just want to watch Kyle and somebody else. Like uh, who? Who? Okay. So if you had to pick somebody to be your Sonic buddy, who would you pick? Between you three? No, no, no. Just anybody. Like. I don't know. That's so tough. Oh, he's right. He can play both parts. Yes. Yeah. We'll just. We'll yeah. give you and an Afro wig. It's just you and then you in the passenger seat with an Afro wig. <laughs> Does he get to do blackface? No. I was going to make a blackface joke, and I did not do it. I'm glad you said it first. Is that not okay? Uh, I mean, if you're fucking Iron Man, you can, but... Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I, have, I have a couple questions. Why? What? Well, Tropic <laughs> Thunder. Robert Downey was... Blackface. Oh, yeah. Tropic okay. Thunder. Dumb. How did you not get that? You write trivia for a living. <laughs> you write, you, uh, you've had yeah, 10 jokes about Yeah, because I'm not a that. super racist. The first thing I don't think of is like, oh, yeah. What can I think of? Like, how can I think about people in blackface? How many, how many jokes have you wrote? Four. Jokes? Four. Six? How many trivia questions Seven. have you wrote? There, there are other answers. answers. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> What's that? Nothing. Okay. Anyway, on that note. Are we going to call it? Yeah. Yeah, might as well. Are you and I going to sit down and do Sonic commercials in my car? I would love to. Yum. (laughs) Can we all just sit in the back seat, like on the roof? (laughs) It's just the four of us. Are you going to like JFK it? Yeah. (laughs) Rest in peace. (laughs) Take us out, Mark. Nice. He brought us in. Someone else take us out. Somebody else take it. Justin. Hey, thanks for listening to the Brews Room. Enthusiast. <laughs> St. Louis premier beer podcast. We are much better than St. Brewis. Don't ever forget that. And uh, we're going to take uh, a week we don't off. Fail. And we're going to come back with some more Enthusiast. bullshit to talk to you about. Yeah. And we're going to be better than St. Brewis next week, too. There so, you go. All right. We'll see you guys later. Boom. DJ, spin that shit. Thanks for listening to the Brews Room, brought to you by St. Brewis Radio. We hope you enjoyed this week's show, but who are we kidding? Of course you did. This show is awesome. We'll be back next week. If you want to meet any of us live, you can come up to Exit 6 at 5055 Highway Inn in Cottleville, Shamrocks at 4177 Veterans Memorial in St. Peter's, or check out one of Mark's trivia shows. The schedule can be found at questionablepursuits.com. Follow us on Twitter at, at The Brews Room and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Brews Room. You can always download any of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or any of your other favorite podcast apps. Or stream us at St. slash The Brews Room. Until next week, keep drinking those beers. 